Guess you're an impatient loss. Yes, we will ask Peter Simic where it is with him with the Fremantle Dockers job. Give us a chance. 9221882. Brad Haggers and Summit through until midday. But we've got to do this, boys, because he's back in town. He uh, completed his stint with the Pakistan Cricket uh, Board a few months ago now. His name is Mickey Arthur. Very familiar to all of our listeners. Hello, Mickey. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you, Brad. Good to be back. Good to good to good to hear all the six PR still going strongly, and I'm also waiting to hear from Peter. I'm a doctor's <laughs> man, so I want to know what he's doing. Well, tell us about that. You came to Perth what ten years ago now, and there's only two teams here, so you had to pick one. Yeah, that's right. I've been a, and I, I did in my first year. I sort of sussed it all out, and then uh, and then I picked uh, I picked the Dockers, and I've been a I've been a member for for nine years now, and and love it. I've, I've sort of go through the the trials and tribulations of, of the Dockers over nine years, but um, I've got my two season tickets and uh, and it's great. Are you getting value for your money, Mickey, being a Fremantle Dockers member? I think you do. It's, you certainly get your emotional value. And, and I mean, this year was, uh, we, we, we were... We were so busy as the, as the Pakistan side, obviously leading up to the World Cup and whatever. That um, I only I only managed to get to the last game of the season, the St Kilda game. So it was the most expensive game of footy I've ever watched. <laughs> but, but it was great, and we lost, and we lost. We we how yeah, good's that? <laughs> hey, Mickey, it's great to have you back in town. Now you finished up with Pakistan. How difficult was that? I mean, are there cultural issues? Are there communication issues for someone like yourself to coach a country like Pakistan? I look culturally, it is it is a lot different, and I, and I often say, as as a as an international cricket coach, and I mean, I've been very very lucky to have coached a lot now with South Africa, Australia, and a lot of domestic sides. I don't think you've ever been a coach until you've coached in the subcontinent. The 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 passion, the excitement, the scrutiny um, is, is is incredible, and 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 it was such an exhilarating experience. Yes, there are a lot of cultural differences, but it was so nice to get to understand the boys. The respect level of these guys is incredible. Their values and morals are unbelievably high, contrary to what a lot of people think in the in the outside world. Um, these young boys that we brought through were were magnificent individuals and very skilled and very talented cricketers. Mickey, are you done as an international coach? No, I don't think so. I'd like one more gig. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I, I would like one more gig. I'm just, just, just waiting for the right one to, to, to appear. And um, I, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to do another two to three years of, of international coaching, and then, and then settle up, possibly at a, at a county or, or, or a nice director of cricket role somewhere um, to, to end off my career. What about, but, uh, what about England? Would you would you put your hand up for that? Because we've been widely told Trevor Bayliss finishes, you know, within the next week or so. He's going. He's not going to continue yeah, with the England team. Yeah, this is Trevor's last uh, mm-hmm. last last test. Um, yeah, I, I certainly would, and you know, I have had a had a one or two conversations around it. It's going to be a process, um, but yeah, I, I would I would put my mm-hmm. put my hand in the ring, and I think and I think Peter would uh, attest to it. You know the. The um, the match day adrenaline rush of, of coaching on match day, um, the buzz, the excitement, the the strategizing, the pressure, the the highs and lows as you go through it is yeah you can't beat that and it's like a drug as a as a coach you, you, the, the when you haven't got it you actually crave it you know it's 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 incredible so I would definitely like one more international gig. But at the moment, trying to get my academy in Perth back up and running, mm-hmm. um, so I'll be I'll be focusing on that for a bit. And it's been nice to 
to the World Cup was was tough. It was hard. I mean, we we had a decent World Cup, finishing joint fourth with um, with with New Zealand in in the table, losing out then on net run rate. But yeah, it was tough. The scrutiny around that, the the pressure was 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 insurmountable. So it's actually been nice just to just to come back come back to Perth and just take my foot off the pedal for a while. But I'm I'm up and rearing to go again. How was that, how would that adrenaline been? Sorry, how would that adrenaline been when uh, Tim Payne decided to bowl? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe that. Oh, I've been sitting up watching it. The wicket's dry. The oval is probably your best batting conditions in in England. Um, it's 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 deep into the season. That wicket block looks incredibly dry. He won the toss and boulder. It was it was it was a bizarre decision. And your frontline bowlers are buggered. Yeah, a hundred percent right. You know, it it just it just it just didn't make any sense. And 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 I, I mean, I'm. I'm really good mates with Jail, and I think he's done a wonderful, wonderful job since he's come in. He's um, he's certainly changed their culture. He came in at a very difficult time. We played them in the UAE around about his first series in. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he we spent a lot of time together. He was, you know, he was. We were bouncing a lot of things off each other, um, and and he was, and and it was tough times for him. But to see where he's taken that team has been has been incredible. So I think he's he's done a lot of a lot of things right, and I'm I'm, I'm very proud of how he's how he's got uh, Australian cricket back on track. Mickey uh, Peter here, just just on um, grounds. Now correct me if I'm wrong. You really, as Pakistan's coach, didn't have a home ground. Um, no. Now at the end of the day, does that make a big difference? We talk about a lot in football. You know the away and home factor and. You know, even the West Coast, can they win it with playing three away, all that type of stuff? Um, what about in cricket? It, it, does it boil down to more the pitch or or the ground in general? It, it's a little bit of both, Pete. And, and, and obviously the pitch, it, it gives you an opportunity to to prepare a pitch that's going to suit your needs. So, so, so for us with Pakistan, it would have been, I mean, you, you can't prepare green seamers there at all. In the in the UAE, so mm. so so by us having to go and play in the UAE and outside Pakistan, we kind of lost that um, touch with ground staff, etc. That you that you certainly get in a in a in a home series. We we wanted on wickets to turn and turn as as much as possible. So that that was to our strength, where we could play our spinners, um, and we used to use our quicks to get a lot of reverse swing. But we we didn't always get that, so so you you kind of lose that that touch with uh, with the grounds. What you also get is, and I always make an example. There's a there's a young batsman only plays Test cricket for Pakistan, a guy named Asad Shafiq. Mm-hmm. He played. He made his Test debut the Test match after the 2009 attack on the on the Sri Lankan cricket team. He's now played 65 Test matches. Uh, he's got 1,200s. The average is about 40. He's never once played a game of international cricket in his home country wow. in yeah, front of yeah. family and friends. And, and and that puts it into perspective how tough it is for these guys all the time. Mickey, one qu- uh, quick final one from myself, and it's pretty broad. You want to be an international coach. You want to stay in it. What's your views on the future of test cricket against the growth of T20 and where you see 50-50 cricket at, one-day cricket? I, I certainly think there's there's room for all of them. Um I think I think the market's getting really saturated around 2020 cricket now, mm. and I've always been a guy that feels 2020 cricket belongs to the franchises. I'm not 100 percent sure 2020 cricket belongs to the international cricket teams. Um, international teams you can you can have every two years or three years, whatever you want. 
You could have a 2020 World Cup, which gets all the international teams playing it. But I do think it it generates far more excitement around a around a franchise system. So you know, you take the um, you know you take Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Perth Scorchers, or whatever it is. Their fan base and following is is probably a lot more than than the collective of of, of an international side playing 2020 cricket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 50 over cricket, we saw this World Cup was incredibly well supported. It was uh, it was amazing. It was a, it was a fantastic World Cup. It shows there's room for for 50 over cricket. And I think Test cricket, where where like this the the, the Ashes has been phenomenal. Where where there's a little bit in it for the ball. Um, it, it, test cricket becomes still the purest form of the game. The game ebbs and flows, and it's called test cricket because you you, you test it mentally, physically, and technically for for five days. It's not over fifty overs. We, you have a look at Jason Roy, who who is probably one of the best one day players, white ball players going around in the world. But his technique was did not stand the test of time in test cricket. Your best players come through in test cricket and the, and all the cricketers playing professionally at the moment still want to be recognised as very good test players. Hey Mickey, we could talk to you forever but we've got time constraints but I want to let the listeners know that we are very confident that you'll be doing cricket on Macquarie Sports Radio this summer so looking forward to that. Before you go though you're very good friends with Justin Langer now you're in the UAE well, grand final time last year weren't you and a little yarn came your way Yes, I was, and you know, JL's a very passionate West Coast man. He's on the, he's on the. I think he's still on the board of the Eagles, yep. and um, and uh, we, we were actually they were actually playing a game against Pakistan at the time. I was down at the ground having a look at our second team. We, we were starting a Test match three days later, but for that last quarter, we were all huddled, me included, <laughs> in that Australian dressing room with the live streaming the West Coast game, and when and when Dom Sheed kicked the. Kicked, kicked the goal to win it. Well, I've never seen a man so happy as, as JL was. He was he was running, punching what, the air around the what, ground. He was that happy. What did all the Pakistan cricketers think? What, what's going on? What's bloody going on in Australia? <laughs> they, they, they had no idea, but I did explain to them because the Aussie boys had that had that ball. And they, they had the, they had the shares in their warm ups every every day, and yeah. I did explain about about Aussie rules. But the young the young Australia, uh, Pakistan boys now are, are quite well travelled. So. A lot of them, a lot of them are adverse to what's going on around the world now, and and and, and know all about Aussie rules. Hey, Mickey, thanks for your time. We'll look forward to hearing your dulcet tones across the summer. No, a pleasure. Thanks, Brad. It's a pleasure, and uh, and obviously starting up my academy now. So anybody listening oh, who needs luck. some cricket coaching, <laughs> give me a shout. I, 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 <laughs> shameless. I, I need a job. I, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do as well at the moment. <laughs> I'm not patient enough with the young kids today, though. Uh, Good on you, Mickey. Good on you, Mickey. Hey, come on, Pete. We want to see you in purple, eh? Yeah, good stuff. We do. Let's let's find out more about that after this, Haggis, on Front and Centre.